1: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe, Jesse's favorite word. So I am your host, Chance Hancock. I am joined here by my co-host, Female Buttersnatch. And uh, we are sitting here on Saturday afternoon.
0: What was that?
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So we're sitting here on a Saturday afternoon. It is March 19th, three days after my birthday time. 18th.
0: It is 18th. It says up there 19th. Oh, that's Sunday.
1: Somebody got it wrong. Yeah. Yesterday
0: was St. Patty's Day. Oh, that's
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Two days past my birthday. God. Today's 18th.
0: Happy birthday anyway. Thank you. Whatever.
1: Yes. I turned the big five over, (coughs) the big 50. It telling you right now does not feel much different from when I was 35 just with a hangover. So, uh, yeah. Getting old sucks. Yeah. It does. It does. Shut up. Old people start
0: dying things really yep <laughs> let the beat down commence <laughs> hey you know what my grandmother kept her good looks still looks younger than she is because that's a good say yeah. that
1: was that was good yeah
0: still a lot younger than she
1: why are you writing ugly on the piece of paper i don't know that, that's that are you saying that about your grandmother no <laughs> oh my god dude really i don't even have paper shut up nobody <laughs> likes you so anyways uh on today's show, we have a guest calling in at six fifteen Miss Carol Malone, hey. who does forensics, paranormal investigations. We have a lot of things coming up in the near future. uh we have the Bigfoot conference coming up in ocala on april twenty second Jesse and I will be there with little miss Kim behind us. We will be there doing our our show parapro will be live on uh it, it, this is at the the world equestrian center it's on april twenty second um and what was it it was uh the website again i'm sorry jesse you said it like 14 times like no i know the name of it the the great florida bigfoot conference i'm talking about the website i think it was uh like
0: bigfootflorida.com yeah
1: bigfootflorida.com and uh
0: fl.com
1: yeah there we go bigfootfl.com You can go there to pick up your tickets. We have a lot of speakers that are going to be there. We actually have one who's going to be with us next weekend, Mr. RPG. Uh, We've already talked about this uh, on quite a few of our past episodes here. So the Florida Bigfoot Conference, the Great Florida Bigfoot Conference, it's insane. It's a a big event. This isn't like you know maybe twenty thirty like people getting together to like you know talk about hey look at this hairy jacket I got and I'm telling you that came from Bigfoot. No, this is like real. People that you know that go out there and do these studies, you know, for cryptids and everything else. It's a major conference. There's going to be you know a couple of thousand people that's coming to this conference. It's going to be a lot of fun. But we are going to be there broadcasting live. Uh, we're going to be talking to the people in the crowd. Um, we might get into some trouble. You never know. You can't tell with us. Uh, that's usually why we bring him to kind of rein us in a little. We're uh, going to be there with uh, RPG. We're going to be there with Ronnie LeBlanc. We're going to be there with um uh, i gotta go back through all the names again now Doctor hmm? John, thank you
0: how about i got it right here for you
1: yeah there we go because jesse's actually doing his job and pulled it up for me yeah all right so we have dr jeff meldrum we have david police we have ronald moorhead ronnie leblanc rpg and of course we'll be there. We're not doing any guest speaking, nothing like that. This, this is the speakers that are going to be there. We're They're just going to talk be talking.
0: broadcasting from there.
1: Yeah. RPG is actually going to be emceeing the event, which is going to be kind of cool because we can sit back and make fun of him when he talks to everybody.
0: Oh my God. Don't do that.
1: Dude, I, I like the guy. He's very personable. He's very funny. So it's, it's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be a great event though. They have a lot going on, you know, everything from vendors, speaking engagements, the whole nine yards. It's going to be good. Uh, we're actually bringing a Bigfoot statue with us um for people
0: yeah oh that's happening
1: yeah it's happening. i didn't
0: realize that yeah. i didn't realize that was going to happen
1: no it's happening yeah <laughs> yeah we have a uh a really big bigfoot statue we're bringing with us um it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm I'm so looking forward to it you know like i said we're gonna be broadcasting live from our booth there uh so definitely stop by and see us we're gonna have sign ups that when you walk by you can sign up and if you are chosen by us before the end of the day you will be getting 15 minutes of fame on our radio show with us. We're going to interview you and ask you how you've been doing at the event, how you like the event, so on and so forth. But uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm really looking forward to it. It's a lot of fun. And once again, this birthday. is a o- I'm sorry. And it's my birthday. And it's Kim's birthday. And this is going to be in, uh, in Ocala, Florida. It's going to be at the World Equestrian Center. It's on April 22nd from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. in the afternoon. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And the tickets are cheap. They made the tickets cheap for everybody to go. That's the other thing that I love. They're not making it some extravagant, you know, $500 ticket or something. I mean, it's really cheap. So it's going to be fun. I just, just
0: I just accidentally closed out the website.
1: Just at puberty. Shut up. What are you doing? I'm talking. It's called radio. I'm talking to the computer. It's not Star Trek. It's not going to talk back. It's unfortunate. We need talking.
0: No, no, Impute we talk. do not. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! So we turn the sensitivity down on the Alexa. <laughs> turn the speakers up. <gasps> wait a minute. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, <laughs> Alexa, play Parapro. <laughs> no, um. So th- we turn the sensitivity down because, like, all the Alexa apps updated.
1: Alexa, play "Dude Looks Like a Lady" by Aerosmith. Okay, go ahead. Really? I'm just wondering how many people are <laughs> screwing with at home right now, listening to this. Ah, Lord. Their God, Alexas right are right. going crazy. They're, by the time we're done, their Alexas are going to have like a complex.
0: Yeah. Well, all the Echoes got an update. The smart fridge got an update to where like it's more sensitive. Mm-hmm. So no matter where I'm at in the house, if I whisper, no matter what I'm saying, it still pops up. Really? I had a fight with the damn computer. <laughs> like, I'm literally like going off. I'm trying to have a conversation with my wife and. The daggum thing just keeps going
1: on and on. I'm like, stop! Stop! Have have you ever had yours, like, just all of a sudden randomly say something when you're not even talking? Yeah. Yeah, mine all the time. Dude, I literally was, like, sitting around one day. Like, I didn't have the TV on or nothing. I was, uh, matter of fact, I was was checking emails. So I wasn't talking out loud. I wasn't listening to the radio or the TV. You know, something it could have misconstrued as a voice and picked up. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it goes, today's weather is going to be blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And I'm like... I didn't ask, but okay, thank you. Right. And I just ignored it, kept on doing my thing. All of a sudden, like 30 minutes later, it starts playing, God, what was it playing? A Barry Manilow song. <laughs> that was Stephanie messing with you. I'm hoping so. But <laughs> but there has been times that it has, like, you know, all of a sudden out of nowhere, when nobody was talking, TV on or nothing, all of a sudden be like, you know, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Or it would be like, you know, uh, uh God, what was it? Like like just random stuff. Like somebody's talking to it.
0: Yeah, no. So I'm curious because, you know, we're we're back to paranormal again. Okay. If it is picking up, like, spirit activity, like the little uh, sound boxes they use. You know, that's, mean,
1: that's a really good theory. I, <laughs> I never thought about that one. I mean, I mean, we get EVPs. Why not?
0: I legit have a ghost in my house. So, I mean, it's a chill ghost. It doesn't bother anything. It just comes <laughs> and goes, does what it does, and
1: Dude, whatever. if I could be a ghost and make Alexa work in anybody's house, I would have it playing the Barney song 24-7, drive people crazy.
0: Uh, you'd be a poltergeist.
1: Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Oh my God. I'd be, oh my God. I'd be having so much fun. John, you're trying to call me and you know I'm live on air. So really? I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just happened
1: to glance down on my phone. Thank God I had it on vibrate.
0: Uh
1: but yeah. I, yeah. There are so many like crazy things I would do if I could be a ghost and actually haunt people. I mean, oh my God, man. You know, there are some people that, you know, friends and family, I would do little things to that they would laugh about it, not get scared. They would laugh and they'd know it was me. You know what I mean? And then there's people I don't like. <laughs> oh, my God. I will drive them to the funny farm, I promise, by just screwing with them over and over and over again. Yeah.
0: and then when somebody comes so they can
1: prove it and just not do anything. They'll never take a hot shower again. Every time they get in the shower, hot water comes on, boop, cold water. No, that's when you flush the toilet. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would be doing so much crap, bro. And, like, I, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't do anything to, like, harm anybody, you know, per se. I mean, <laughs> unless they were the one who killed me, then that would be different. But... But you get what I'm saying. Like if it, you know, but there are people that I would just screw with over and over and over and over. John, I would take spray paint and write on every wall in this house, you suck.
0: Absolutely.
1: Oh, absolutely. That would be funny. It'll wash off. So, you know, it's not going to hurt anything. I'd have, because he, he would do that to me. So it's only fair.
0: Yeah. It's only fair.
1: Yeah. Um, so anyways, also too, for people listening in, and if this is your first time listening in, sorry about your luck. Make sure you go back to all of our past shows. You can find us on Pandora spotify uh world star hip-hop uh we have an only fans coming pretty soon it's going to be like at imax theaters only um that's kind of hard to explain but you'll get the visual later <laughs>
0: um
1: but we have to save this show and if you want to save this show you will contribute two of the most sensitive things so on your body Straight what your ears you gotta listen to it you got to it, <laughs> I mean, come on. It doesn't work for me. I mean, you know, flying people can still listen, you know. Fair. Yeah. Now, if you're deaf, I don't want to tell you that point. <laughs> I don't have anything for you. Sorry. Has somebody sign it to you. Yeah. <laughs> then again, you may not. You'd probably be offended. But the thing is, we're trying to save this show. I don't know what's going to kill it, but something will eventually. <laughs> everything <laughs> dies. That asteroid coming. We we push the levels constantly to try to get it killed. Um, But we want to save the show. And in, in order to save this show... We also have brought in my niece named Aaliyah, who is here. She's only 15, she's a sweet little girl, but I don't feed her, I don't give her drinks. (laughs) She's only allowed to use the bathroom once a day. If you want to save her life, you will listen to Paraprobe. If you want her- twice if you're in trouble. (laughs) Don't worry, she's not under duress. Trust me, believe me. But if you want to help her, get a sandwich. If you tune in to Paraprobe, I will feed her eventually. But you got to tune in. You have to go back and listen to all of our podcasts. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can find Paraprobe. It's P-A-R-A-P-R-O-B-E. I'm surprised I have to spell that, but for our listening audience, it's not a surprise either. So, please, <laughs> just <laughs> save this poor little child from hunger. Oh, God. Please, go listen to Paraprobe, and you too can save Aliyah. <laughs> Do what? Yeah, as she's sitting there drinking a Starbucks coffee, but, you know, whatever. You know. You, you, you're supposed to be helping your uncle. You're supposed to be lying here. You're supposed to be going, he never feeds me. He never gives me drinks. <laughs> Thanks. You just you just killed the show. It was Aaliyah who wound up killing Paraprobe.
0: <laughs> uh, you're telling me what and making this a commercial. Good
1: God, man. Video killed the radio star. Aaliyah killed Paraprobe. There we so, go. There you go. All right. All right. So anyway, so yeah, make sure you go back there to all wherever you listen to podcasts, you can catch all of our back shows. Uh also too, make sure you check out our social media. It's Paraprobe. It's easy. Put it in. You'll see the logo show up with the radio info and all that on everything. We're on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Pornhub. We're on everything. Um Can we say that? Can now. <laughs> A little too late for that. Whoops. Um uh, but also too, you can find myself, Chance Hancock, you can find Jesse Jane.
0: Yep, Jesse uh, the just, caffeinated on Instagram.
1: Yes, Jesse the caffeinated on Instagram. Have you actually got your Twitter going, or did you just say no? I'm not doing it. I said screw it. You I did? deleted it. Okay.
0: I I it, it, too many rabbit holes, and they're all fake. So okay, <laughs> I get you. I, I like real rabbit holes.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, I just mm-mm. yeah yeah.
1: Um also too uh you'll know it's me by chance Hancock if you go to like facebook and twitter they're they got the verified blue chip um oh on God. instagram I'm not verified well, no. I'm being real because I do know there's a lot of chance Hancocks out there that when I put it in for like Twitter and Facebook and all that, so look for the one with the blue verified chip um and just look for the guy posting all the pair probe stuff. There was another one on there that was doing it. there was a fake account. there was like two. did you report them? Oh, yeah, they got shut down. Good job. But it happens all the time. I'm proud of you. Yep. Really? Yeah. Really? Us? We get fake accounts? Yeah. It's, I'm kind of proud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud, but at the same time, I'm like, why? Why would you want to be us? I mean, come on, seriously. Oh. I mean, come on, The Rock, Rob Lowe, you know, I mean, there's there's a whole lot of other famous people you may want. They wanna...
0: probably have better security than us. That's true. <laughs> That's, true. That's true.
1: That's true. Yeah, it's kind of hard to believe that you're the rock 0008956, you know, that that's your actual account. So, yeah. True. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, follow us on all of our social media too. You can keep up with everything. We got a lot of other stuff going on too. We got other events that are coming up, you know, throughout the year. We're going to be emceeing a lot of events too. Um, our radio show is going to be broadcasting from a lot of locations live. Uh, there's a lot going on for this year that Kim has been really just pulling the stops and she's getting a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of stuff set up for us. But Kim, you know it does does absolutely no good for you to sit there and say thank you and all this other stuff, and you're not on the mic and nobody can hear you. But you heard me, didn't you? No, I oh, didn't hear my you. Goodness. <laughs> I was no, the mic your lips. It doesn't
0: count. <laughs> I was
1: reading your lips because I'm gifted.
0: <laughs> gifted, yeah, that's that's what we're calling it now, gifted. Whatever. Special. you're special. That's what you want. <laughs> I'll go with that one. Okay.
1: I, I really can't argue that fact. Um so, anyways, with that going on, we also have a lot of other stuff that's happening. Uh we're you know, setting up to do some paranormal investigations ourselves. Uh we all really? all of us here have been paranormal investigators for a long time, and we are gonna be going out and doing some investigations as well. Um uh, because honestly, we've been bored. It's been a while since I've done like a ghost hunt, anything like that. We so don't get out much. It, because we're always working. That's why. That's the problem. Yeah. What's work? Cause we work hard for our money. But, um, yeah, we definitely want to get out there and start doing some more ghost hunting and stuff. Especially for me. That's like my hey. little house. I think somebody might be calling in. I'm psychic. Okay. Actually, I heard the phone ring, but whatever. Um, so we're getting ready to bring Carol Malone onto the, uh, this is the show here, here in a second. Radio, if Jesse would just shut up and put her on the air, you don't have to carry on like a five-minute conversation. Just go, hey, it's me, Jesse. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing, Carol?
2: I'm doing good. How are you? And happy birthday.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, just a quick reminder, we are live on air. You are on actual radio, not a podcast. This is live, so no cussing,
2: so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, have the you have the bleep button ready, right? No one kidding. It's okay.
1: Yeah, we had a situ- we got one of those. <laughs> yeah, we had a situation once before. We had a guest on air, and, and I told him three times, three times before leading up to the show, don't cuss on air. We are live. You know, it's a real radio station. This isn't some podcast out of some dude's garage. You know, we're at an actual radio station. We have FCC fines to contend with. Not even two minutes into the conversation, <laughs> and he cuss. Yeah. Was it 4 minutes? Okay, 4 minutes. 4 times. 4 times. <laughs> yeah. 4 times 4 minutes. So, anyway. it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, well, at least she was consistent.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, how are you? Tell tell us about yourself.
1: God, look at Jesse being all professional asking questions. I forgot she was on air. All right, go ahead, Carol. How you doing? Is she still there? Did we Did lose you? Him?
0: Hello, are you there?
1: Carol she got tired of her rambling and hung up.
0: What the? Hey. Hello.
1: I think we may have lost her.
0: Oh, no. Uh, it's
1: the end of the world as we know it. This happens. It's live radio. Here I am saying, hey, don't cuss. Well, you can at least talk.
0: Yep. Yeah, nope. Uh, I, I guess we lost her.
1: I, I guess apparently she wanted to be able to cuss. And since we said no, oh. she just hung up.
0: You know that? The board's acting up again.
1: It might be the board. It is blinking. It is blinking. Yeah, the board was acting up. So, anyways, Kim is messaging her right now to say to call back in. Uh, hopefully, she is able to call in. Hopefully, this phone system will straighten up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> if not, well... Hey,
0: can you guys hear me now? Whoa, oh my we have
1: you, and I'm like, deaf. Holy crap. That's awesome. <laughs> The board's not I'm working, not. but she's still there. <laughs> she went from Carol Poltergeist. It scared me.
0: <laughs> all
1: right. <laughs> okay, so we got you now. So, all right, so now the the rest of the audience can hear you nationwide, and i got to try to calm my heart down so I don't have a stroke. How are you doing?
2: <laughs> well, that's okay if you do. I'm a mortician. We can fix this. <laughs>
1: The only thing I can say right now, if I was to die in this room, you guys had better start doing an EVP session and see if I can say something to you guys. <laughs> <film> Anything. <laughs> oh, you better film my death. Absolutely. Oh, man. Dying live on I'm air dying. and you caught that on film and throw that on social media, oh, we are going to be going viral. I won't because well, I'll be right. dead, but they will.
2: No, I've actually Yeah, I've had some weird experiences at the morgue, let me tell you.
1: Actually, yeah, you know what? All right, let's jump right into this. So working in a morgue, like, what is one of the weirdest, like, experiences you've ever had?
2: Well, I could tell you, I could tell you the weirdest, and then I could just tell you the creepiest.
1: Okay, let's go with the weirdest first, and then go to creepiest. And then we'll okay. go to the sexiest.
2: All right. Okay, we had, we actually had a lady die of natural causes, and we were on coroner's month. Now, what a coroner's month is, is they split, like, all the fatality accidents, all the elderly deaths, all the fentanyls, all the really bad stuff. Each Mm -hmm. month a different funeral home takes them. Um, It was the height of the corona. It was the height of the fentanyl. We get a call from the hospital with a lady that was 86 years old that they had classified as DOA, and they needed us to pick her up. So we send our body hauler out to pick her up. He brings her back. He puts her in the cooler and we are doing um a corner repair and all of a sudden we hear light knocking on the cooler door and so me and Stephanie me just help. kind of Okay. Me. me and Stephanie look at each other like there is no way this is actually happening right now. And we hear this really faint, faint help me. So Stephanie, yes, we did the rock, paper, scissor to see who was gonna go <laughs> open that door. That would be me and Jesse. Because neither one of us wanted to go open it. And, of course, so Stephanie lost. She went over, and she opened the door, and that little old lady was standing there. She was not dead. What? She was not dead.
1: That is That's crazy.
2: Not dead. <laughs> so we had it's kind of like, like Kevin Costner
1: in The Guardian. There's dead, then there's dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? How do you miss that?
2: We had to call 911 to come get her. They transported her back to the hospital. 3 hours later we get the same we get the call and they're like, "Well, can you come pick her up?" And we're like, "No, are you sure she's dead?"
1: Yeah, are you sure this time?
2: No.
1: <laughs> no. I would love making that phone call having explained to 911 going, "I got this dead chick walking around. Can you come get her?"
2: <laughs> can you come get this zombie,
1: please? You know, <laughs> it'd be my, it'd be me and Jesse's luck. They would come back to life. We think they're a zombie and we'd kill them again because we <laughs> bashed their head in. <laughs> uh,
0: that, That'd be great to explain at the, uh, at the hearing.
1: Yeah, yeah at our hearing.
2: Be, that would not be good.
1: That's probably um, exactly that how Jesse and I would go out. It'd be a hearing. But, anyways, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: That was the weirdest thing that ever happened.
1: All right. So what was the, what was the how? Okay, I gotta know what was the creepiest because that was pretty creepy, really. So what's the creepiest?
2: Okay, we were during the during the pandemic, the fentanyl overdoses.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We were getting a lot a lot of young adults in, um, teenagers and young adults. And we had gotten this guy, and I'm just going to say his name. I won't give his last name. We had gotten Michael in. He was a fentanyl overdose. Okay. And I was preparing him. He had to, of course, anybody that ODs has to go to the coroner. They have to, of course, do the autopsy so it can go on the death certificate. And then we get your heart, liver, kidneys, all your insides back, and it almost looks like a hefty bag. Okay. Literally. Um, And the body. So I'm doing the coroner repair, and I started sewing up the Y incision to get him ready for his viewing the next day. Well, I'm there alone because you have to remember it was the height of the fentanyl. It was the height of the corona, and some of our people were out with corona, so it was just me and Stephanie. Um, She was in bed because we took turns doing shifts because we were just overloaded. And all of a sudden from behind me I hear, I'm okay now. Well, I thought it was Stephanie coming back to help. And I turned around and I saw the young man that was laying on my table standing there. Oh. And it wasn't like he was, how do I put it? It wasn't, he wasn't terrifyingly scary. He was actually beautiful. Um, but it was enough to unnerve me. So I thought I was losing my mind, and um, I'm like, nope, I'm not dealing with this today. So I put Michael back in the cooler, and I'm like, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to get some sleep, and I'm going to come back, and I'll finish him before the viewing tomorrow. And um, I walk in in the morning, and Stephanie goes, hey, you forgot to put Michael back in the cooler. And my exact (laughs) words is H-E double hockey sticks I did. And she goes, don't worry, I put him in there for you. And I'm thinking, no, I put him back in the cooler. And we both walked into the room because we had, I guess, three hours to prepare him before his viewing. And so we were both going to work on him. And we walked back in, and he was laying on the embalming table. I have to tell you, Stephanie and I exited left, and rather quickly.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we ran. I will say we ran. Um, I wouldn't go. I don't know what he wanted, but I wouldn't go go talk to him. because I wasn't sure if he was angry or not. So. The,
1: yeah, that is that moment that you're kind of like, you know what? I think I've had enough for today. I'm punching out. Yeah. I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a hot <laughs> bubble bath. I'm going to drink some wine, and I'm going to pass out because I want to forget that this even happened. Yep. Well, yeah.
0: the, the whole time bottle.
2: driving home, I just kept remembering the whole time driving home, I'm thinking to myself, you know, if he pops up in the back of this hearse, I'm wrecking.
1: You know what? If his name was oh. Michael and he kept popping up when you think he's dead, was his last name Myers?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, no. just
1: checking. All right. There, there, there are certain moments where you're kind of like, oh, I got to pick up a potty a body. What's the name? Jason Voorhees. Nope, that's you. <laughs> you go get it. <laughs> you go do. that.
2: Yeah, we. I've been called on as a serial killer, so that's.
1: <laughs> do what?
0: <Okay.
2: laughs> We were picking up well, because you have to understand, Corners Month, everybody jumps in and picks up bodies.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we had this lady, and I, like I said, everybody was out sick, so I incorporated my poor husband to go pick up a body with me. Um, <laughs> mind you, we're supposed to um, take the corners van park it, put him on the gurney, cover it. Well, we had him in the body bag, and we forgot to put the cover on her, so you could tell it's a body bag. Mm-hmm. And we're carrying this body bag because our gurney wouldn't fit in the elevator. We're carrying this body bag downstairs to put in the corners, van. And somebody called.
1: No, somebody that doesn't look suspicious we used... at all.
2: They <laughs> <laughs> thought we were serial killers.
1: You know, I have done some really odd things in my life. Usually for, well, either I was drunk or it was for a practical joke. Um, but no, I've never carried a body in a body bag downstairs in front of people. That's what, I, no, take it back. <laughs> Not downstairs, I but I did carry a body bag with a body in it. Yeah.
2: Well, there was no other way to get her downstairs. Long story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesse's looking at me weird.
0: <laughs> I mean, a, a carpet rug, I can understand, but a body bag? Yeah. A body bag.
1: <laughs> Very conspicuous. So when you're carrying it down, it's like, what's in the bag? Pop-Tarts. Let's keep running on walking.
2: It's cereal. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, so like working in the in, in the office now, um, I got to ask this question because you know the the big story out there about how a body loses weight upon death? Have you yes. ever heard this from other like medical professionals in the field saying yes, that's true, that's true. and they verified it and all that?
2: Actually, it is scientifically proven. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, the Germans did a study on it. I believe it was ten or twelve years ago. Um the U- UCLA just did a study on it and it is a fact. Um the body will lose I think it's one point three grams of weight at moment of death.
1: Okay. Now my next question being is because of working and, you know, doing the corner work and all that good you know good stuff, being in the paranormal, you know, we already know you do paranormal investigations for hauntings and such. We know you, you know, we'll get into that a little bit here in a minute, you know, about, you know, using forensics and stuff. But yes. have you ever seen the spirit of an individual that you went and picked up?
2: Um, I can't say I've seen the spirit. I mean, I've been on some pretty gruesome pickups.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, But it's weird because you can almost feel, it's almost like. You know those balls that can that do that static electricity like when you yeah. touch them you know that kind of feeling you get when you touch it? Mhm. Okay, you can feel like when you're pulling a body for instance we did a leg pickup, you can feel that throughout your whole body. Gotcha. Um that's just I mean, but you become numb to it. Like I'm numb to it at this point.
1: I mean, I've done tons of investigations. I've been a paranormal investigator for well over 20 years now, and I have done everything from residential to commercial to you know possibly demonic to negative haunts to you know residual haunts. You name it, across the board. Done, done a lot, <clears throat> and I've never, I have never had like like a lot of people how they talk about like you know say a mother or father passed away, something like that, like. A, You know, close family member or a good friend or whatever, and like their spirit shows up at their house, like, you know, like some people say, like, it's trying to ease them or something like that. I've never had that happen.
2: I can, well, I've seen Michael, and I don't know what he wanted, but I wasn't going to stand around. To kill you
1: and Lori Strode. That's what he wanted to do. That's Michael Myers, I'm telling you.
2: Yeah, he wanted me to take him back to the lake, right?
1: Yeah, Michael. All he wanted to do was ask you where Laurie Strode was so he could go get her. You know, which is Jamie Lee Curtis's character in the movie Halloween. That's all he wanted to know. He was trying to get directions, but you were rude, wouldn't give him directions. So you
2: know. I ran. I have no problem saying I went home.
1: Um, (laughs) I
2: mean, I will. I will admit that to anybody. Um, But being a scientist, so my scientific brain, because. We know that the human consciousness actually sits in the center cortex of the brain. Human consciousness, a.k.a., I guess what makes a person call it a soul or a ghost or whatever, it's who you are, Mm -hmm. it's your personality, it's all of that. Um, And we know that for a fact that that's why we don't do autopsies um, or cremations or burials in case it's specified by the church for up to forty eight to seventy two hours. And that's because the nerve endings do not die. So when you die, your nerves, you still feel things. The body still feels things. So
1: that's interesting. That I did not know.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
2: And so that's why we do not we're not legally allowed to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um So we don't do it for, like, 48 to 72 hours. Now, studies have been done to where the brain, and I actually just posted this on my Facebook wall. It's a fascinating study. The brain itself doesn't shut down, like, for up to seven days. Like, it's still firing.
0: That's insane.
1: That's actually pretty wicked cool. The only thing that would suck, though, is, like, if you were in a car accident and got decapitated or something...
0: Oh uh, a chicken with his head cut off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have
0: uh, you seen it? Have you seen you're it? You're getting carried around like a black. bowling
1: ball for seven days and you know what's going on. That sucks. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. They
2: brought pig heads. They literally brought severed pig heads back to life with a serum. Not I've severed.
1: seen that. Yeah. I've seen that video too where they have done that. They actually over in Russia they did it with a dog too. They actually uh, yep. had put, um, other than blood, they had started pumping in another liquid into the bloodstream. Right. Yep, I'm and sure. actually got the heart to start actually pumping the whole nine yards. The dog was basically alive while they had it running. Once he stopped it, dog died.
2: Yeah, he even licked his lips. He, you know, everything. It was amazing. They also did it with the military soldier.
1: Mm. Yeah. Really? And I didn't he- know about the soldier.
2: Yes. So it's like okay they're creating zombies now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, we've been doing that for a while. It's called cocaine. <laughs> anyway, so oh,
2: Lord have mercy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um
1: so anyways, working in, you know, into <laughs> this field and, you know, in doing paranormal investigations too using forensics. So give me like an example of how you would use forensics on a paranormal investigation.
2: Okay. We've all heard this story. I'm going to give you a perfect example because we've actually done this one. You get called in to say the story goes that I'm going to use just different names. So uh you, the story goes, you know, great aunt Nina got pregnant in the 50s and she went to a wayward mother home.
1: You knew my aunt Nina? No, I'm kidding. Go ahead, keep going.
2: <laughs> and you know, when they took her baby, she couldn't she couldn't bear it, so she slit her wrist mm-hmm. and yep. she killed herself in the hospital. And now her ghost or spirit or whatever walks the place, okay, looking for her baby. We've all heard those
0: stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: All of us have. Okay, it's a great story. Don't get me wrong. I love paranormal stories. But before you can prove or deny a haunting, you have to prove or deny the cause of the haunting. So what we're going to do when we very first get in is, FBI hits it with everything CSI does that TV show. We we go in. I don't want to know where she supposedly killed herself, because if there's blood there, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna illuminate all the hell out of the building. Um, I'm gonna look for telltale signs. I'm gonna decap it to make sure it's human blood and not animal blood. Um, so we're gonna take the history. We're gonna take. The forensics, and we're going to mix it together, and then we're going to do a full-on paranormal investigation and see if all three line up.
1: See, that wouldn't actually work 100%, because if it was Jesse who had died and you checked his blood, it's just straight caffeine. So, mm.
0: Yes.
2: Uh, well, we'd have to, yeah, well.
1: Yeah. And now you might say, hey, well, we know it came from Jesse because it's straight caffeine. So, it's actually, you're right. Caffeine. You actually would have proved it, so you're right. Yep.
2: <laughs> but um, So, we always start with what caused the haunting. Yeah. Um, because I do not believe that anybody can classify a place as haunted until you know for a fact that the story of the haunting is legitimate.
1: Now, my question being is, what if you come across a unknown area that has haunted activity, so people don't know the history behind that location? You know, and let's be fair. I mean, there has been locations that have been haunted for hundreds of years, Oh,
2: absolutely!
1: And now with that being said, and they go there to investigate and you don't really have a way to confirm the original story of like who died there. You get what I'm saying? Like, like how, you know, if you go to a a first time haunt that, you know, that you're the first person who's ever been there at that location, they just know there's activity, but there's no story anywhere. There's no, you know what I'm saying? Like, what would you do at that point to prove the haunting?
2: Of course. Well, we're going to dig deep. I mean, your first, The very first person who should ever have hands on your case is your researcher. I have met some researchers that are just off the chain. I mean, I can't believe they come up with this stuff. You know what I mean? I'm like, how did you do that? Um,
1: That would be Kim. uh
2: Uh-huh?
1: That would be Kim. Yeah, Kim's top notch with that.
2: I mean, but then, like, say, for instance, you know, we're going to hit it with everything we got. Now, are we going to be able to prove or deny that somebody passed away there if we don't have the historical history well we can go ahead and we can hit it with ground penetrating radar we can hit it with see if there's any bodies like if it was a burial or if it was a cemetery at one time or if there's anything that lies under the ground um we can hit it with all of that but if our forensics doesn't come up with anything we have to kind of start from the last part, which is the paranormal investigation, and try to get clues from that to move backwards. So it just depends on the location. Like, the the location that we had just bought for the Paranormal Research Center, mm-hmm. this location right here, we know a serial killer is tied to this location, we just don't know what lot. No. We have no clue. <laughs> so... We're like kind of like okay, well we don't know where, but we know that they are tied to the lot. Um, But we, you always, if you have to go forward to backwards, or if you have to go backwards to forwards, you have to be diligent in what you're doing, because if you're not, especially in the paranormal field, you could catch you could catch the holy grail of evidence.
0: Now, what type of evidence then, are you talking? Like, uh, what what would be your holy grail of evidence? Uh,
2: my holy grail of evidence would probably be, like, getting, you know, finding out that, yes, there was a body on, I'll just give you a scenario, yes, there was a body under the ground, it used to be a cemetery, and all of a sudden we take the GPR, and we dig up 12 bodies, you know, and then... You know, the names of the people match the names of the EVPs that the paranormal investigators are getting.
1: Okay. All That's right.
2: pretty good evidence. Okay. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, fair enough. I'll definitely give you that. Um, when you're doing an investigation, and, like, and I, I have to ask this question because uh, me being former federal law enforcement, I get this. So have you ever had, like, say, uh, you know, okay – I'll give you the scenario. You know, like the old haunted hills where, like, a car parks on the vehicle, or you know, by a hill, and they shut it off, put it in neutral, and then they say, like, all these kids were killed on a school bus, and they come and they push the car over the mm-hmm. hill, and you can see their mm-hmm. handprints. Have you ever, like, done an investigation where a spirit supposedly has left its handprints and actually checked for fingerprints to see if it actually left fingerprints?
2: You know what? We have, we have, Um, it's called Bunny Man Bridge, and it's in Virginia. I've heard of that. And, okay, well, we actually didn't. It was a, like, crazy person that got out of the mental ward, <laughs> you know, dressed in a big white bunny suit that was killing people. I mean, that's historically proven. Um wow. but the story goes, the story goes that still, if you're over near that bridge, like, when you go, you're, there will be, like, handprints on your car when you go to leave. So we have done fingerprints. We have run it through CODIS, unfortunately nothing came back but we
0: did pull prints were you able to classify the prints like could you so were they like loop whorls or you know a particular we get...
2: weren't because when we put it through the system like your print as soon as you get in trouble if you whatever your print goes into a system a national database yep and so when we do get fingerprints or when we do get stuff like that We try to go ahead and match it through that database. Um, That way it will give us a hit. Say, For instance, it will give us a hit on the name, who it is. Um, We can at that point match the print. So we were hoping that the print would come back as a match because this guy was in, you know, an insane asylum. And he was in jail at one point, so we were hoping. But unfortunately back then they didn't have the same technology we have now and that's where a lot of people run into problems with it is because some of them are so old they're not in the database
0: yeah i mean aphis was created in uh, let like, what 1902
1: originally yeah. Yeah. yeah back then that was the old school doing the ink on the blotter and putting your hand on there
0: yeah i w- I, w- I guess my real question was has anybody like just saved the fingerprints so like if somebody else comes across another scenario like this in a different place. You know
2: place. What? We, actually, we actually do have a set of the prints we
0: pulled. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking wild. like almost yeah. people could compare it to other things because, I mean, at there it, are theories that other entities go around helping people, like almost like angels. Mm-hmm. And wonder if angels have fingerprints. I mean.
2: Oh, that's a good question.
1: Wouldn't that be insane that you're <laughs> – like in your house, and I don't know, let's say the house on fire, right? And all of a sudden, this spirit, like, wakes you up, and it's, like, shoving you, and it, like, pushes you towards the door because the house on fire, like, it's trying to save your life. Get what I'm saying? Pushes the door open, all that. So they come back with someone like Carol. They do a paranormal investigation. They do this whole, like, you know, forensic style, and they find out it was Michael Jackson that saved you. (laughs) Now, wouldn't that be insane?
2: That would be <laughs> He
1: moonwalked me right out the door and saved my life.
0: Oh my god. I can't even you know, anymore.
2: We, we I'm have just to, saying. like all my case files, um any evidence that I pull I keep. Um I've been doing it twenty six years, but I've been doing the forensics I think going on sixteen years
1: now. Sixteen years? Wow.
2: Almost, yeah, almost. Mm. I graduated to two thousand fifteen. So what would that be? That would be no long not. time ago. Yeah. yeah, I'm dating myself right now. <laughs>
1: uh, actually, so 2015, that would be eight years.
2: Eight years? Yeah. Um, so, and I was, you know, when I first came across it, because I went to school for death investigation, basic pathology with criminal profiling, mm-hmm. and I decided that the living was just too crazy to work with. I just, Absolutely. I, I couldn't do it. I, I could not do it. So I went back, took you know, my mortuary classes and became a mortician. Um, But it's amazing for me to think that with all the technology we have out now, with all the science that we have out right now, that the science and the paranormal field are at such a different end of the bridge. Because if you read through the papers that the scientists publish, they're basically saying the same thing. None of them just want to admit it basically
1: what it is Jesse and I are really good at what we do for investigating all right Jesse and I are in comparison to Sean and Gus from psych because um, we have that offbeat sense of humor we snap the one-liners back and forth we had the inside <laughs> jokes you know oh, wow. um, I I'm very handsome he's very handsome it's just he's not black so we both are white so it doesn't really fit the Sean <laughs> Spencer look but we have the, the same type of attitude um, and plus, yeah. we're very observant, uh, but at the same time, we all, both are actually very, very smart too. Like Jesse has gone to school for CSI, um, nice. so yeah. So a lot of the stuff you've been talking about, like Jesse's been listening to and picking up on, and everything else, and uh, and that's actually helped Jesse formulate some of these questions for the show. Um, now, for me, well, you no, know,
2: we need. I'm sorry, I didn't mean. No, no, right. no, no, we no, need. We need more science. My thing is the whole reason I'm creating this the science place out of here is because we need more of that in this paranormal field if we are going to break through and if we are going to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that human consciousness does survive bodily death which aka the paranormal field calls ghost or spirit um you know we're going to have to hit it with everything we have because some of the equipment out there
0: yeah no no
1: no yeah there's some equipment out there that i look at that's just i don't know i laugh
0: I, know, I feel it, like some of it's crap. Like, it like is. some of the stuff you see on T V just like it drives me crazy. Believe- like one of the things I saw was like the little thing that it's almost like a, a, a it's on a computer screen and it's almost like an AI that like creates like a body right in front of somebody or whatever
1: oh, judging from the yeah, body. Yeah. Oh
2: the SOS. that is a but see, this is the funny thing that people aren't picking up on that. That right there is a video game system. It is controlled by somewhat of an AI because when you do video games, they do characters.
1: Yep, absolutely, and it's true that they have caught them with flaws that shows up um, and puts it out there. You know, this this image of a individual walking around or whatever, and all it is is a leftover piece that's from a video game that was on there. That really it's a, me, is what it's
2: it is. a video game memory. Yeah, yeah it's a very yeah. video game memory some of the, data.
1: Some of the best evidence out there that I can say that I either have heard from other people or have seen or heard myself on investigations is the most natural of things. And what I mean by that okay. is not like psychics or mediums or anything of that nat, You know, large, extra large, whatever. What I have seen, I'm talking about like seeing a dog chain that's hanging next to a door that is made out of metal. All of a sudden, go straight up 180 toward the ceiling, like someone right. grabbed the bottom and pick it straight up and hold it, and then drop it. And of course, Absolutely. there was no magnetic influence. The air conditioning can't <laughs> blow a metal chain into a 180 degree loop, you know, up into the air right. and, and hold it in place. Um, so, yeah, that, it's things like that to me that I think people are missing out on. Is sometimes like the most just plain physical. I call it the brick in the head evidence. The, the yep. thing that, that you look at and you're like yeah that's haunted <laughs> you know
0: the walls are bleeding yeah <laughs>
1: it, yeah if I if, if <laughs> somebody wants to be bleeding. yeah it's
2: all I could think about when you said that is, let's grab the luminol. Luminol, decal,
1: let's see if it's human. For me, it's one of those things like if if somebody goes, hey, can you please check out my house yeah. if it's haunted? And I'm like, sure, I'll bring my team in, we'll do our thing. I open the front door, have them set up one piece of equipment. I walk in, the walls are in flames, there's blood on the floor, there's Satan sitting <laughs> on your couch. I'm just going to walk back out and go, yeah, it's haunted, and then go home.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: investigation's and, over, we're um, done.
2: Good luck with this. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's like, look, I came here to tell you it's haunted. I didn't come here to have a spiritual battle, okay? Rap battle, maybe. Maybe rap battle, but not spiritual.
2: <laughs> I tell people all the time, because people always ask me, have you ever ran into a demonic? No, no, I've ran into um, <laughs> I an did. elemental. I did. It's called Next Wife. <laughs> I ran into an elemental. But, I mean, this is how this would go. If I knew that there was an exorcism going on and something was really bad in that house, I like my face where it's at. I not Think my face is cute. I don't want to lose it. So I would be at the window cheering you on. Now I'd be there for support.
1: Go team.
2: But I would be supporting you from outside with the car running. I got your
1: back way back. Yeah, there's no I in team, but there is in Died. So I'll be out here.
2: I'm over here with the car running when you need me.
1: Exactly. I will be the greatest real man at your paranormal investigation ever. So No, I'll be
2: the getaway driver. Yeah,
1: now don't get me wrong, at the same time Jesse and I are stupid, for I can't describe it better. <laughs> We're stupid. We will we are the guys though. If you say like, look, we believe there's really demonic activity going on in this location, we Let's will see it. we want to go see it. We will go in that door and go look for it. Now, granted, we will take it serious all joking aside a lot of the jokes that we say do on air that's radio that's us off radio too and we're just hanging out (laughs) but like when it comes down to investigations of course we do take the investigation serious you know but yes there is that temptation when something like that is brought to our attention we're like yeah absolutely want to see it if we didn't want to we wouldn't be doing what we do you know
2: right now but see i've never had the curiosity to go up against something like that um Number one, I don't know enough. I'm a scientist. I do not know enough about demonics. Um,
1: Mine's not you know, intelligence. I Mine's, do? I just don't care.
2: Yeah, what am I going to do? Ask it 50 questions? I mean, <laughs> you
1: know. Can you please put this ink on your fingers and press on the paper here? Thank you. No. Um,
2: Can you stand up, turn left, turn right. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get <hit> your height.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know? Can we do the hokey pokey?
2: Well, um, we're going to do a mic shot. Just stay still. <laughs> you know.
1: Now, when you've been out there doing paranormal you know investigations and everything else, have you ever accidentally stumbled upon a crime doing your forensics uh, investigation?
2: Well, FBI stands for forensic paranormal investigation. Um We get called in on what's called cold cases a lot of times with hauntings tied to them um i don't you guys are here in Florida, so you might have heard of the um tyra. It was a girl that went missing. In Plant City, her In car Plant was on yep. the railroad. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chaya Taylor. Yep. So that was one of our cases. And, uh, we, we knew who killed her. We, because I have a war board. Just like, I don't know how to explain a war board. Look, watch CSI.
1: Do you plan on taking <laughs> over the world or? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you every
1: I know where I'm launching the nukes. Okay.
2: But, um, So we knew we knew that her boyfriend, because we had talked to witnesses. We went and knocked on doors. Um, We talked to witnesses, and we knew that he had picked her up. And somebody had actually, for some reason, taken a picture of the truck. Now, it was the work truck with the work logo on it for the company he worked for. And the truck went missing. Nobody could find it. So we drove by his house. And now, mind you, this is three females. And we have my friend's chihuahua with us. Of course, we checked the backyard, and we saw a truck covered up. And I'm like, okay, put the chihuahua over the fence. We'll knock on the door and just say our chihuahua got in the backyard. And when he let us in, she went and got the chihuahua. I lifted up the, the, up the park, took pictures of the VIN number and the plate. <laughs>
1: All I could picture is if this would have been a SWAT attack and a bunch of SWAT officers standing with all their guns out going, "Put down the Chihuahua,
2: <laughs> step away from the Chihuahua, <laughs> you know?
1: but then again, they yeah. are angry little dogs, so yeah, I would consider that a weapon, yeah,
2: <laughs> but um so we did we did actually find the truck, and you know we have to turn everything over to the police when we're on cases like that. Even if the family doesn't want us to, it doesn't matter. They sign a waiver saying everything we find goes to the police. Period. Um, so they were able to go and take the truck. Um, they did forensics on it. They impounded it. Did forensics. We don't know the outcome of that. Okay. But uh, they, I know that they found her three days later. Three days later. So I'm suggesting, they, or I'm thinking, that they had gotten something off of it. Or they wouldn't have located her body three days later.
1: True, ma'am. Yeah. All right, well, I'll tell you what. We're getting ready to wrap up this segment with you. If you can, put out your websites. you got carte blanche for like 30 seconds. Put out whatever you like, your social medias, whatever.
2: Uh, it's just FPI Unsolved. You can find me on Facebook. And I think I'm going to be with you guys at a Bigfoot convention, which is interesting because I don't know anything about Bigfoot. <laughs>
1: Um, for us, we actually know quite a bit. I oh god,
2: come to my land. Yes, got big
1: feet. I've been. I've. It, I actually do kind of. <laughs> I do got big feet, but uh, I have been involved in some um, Bigfoot investigations. Nothing serious, more like event stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely would definitely want to come out there and go check it out and see what we could find. Absolutely. Oh
2: yeah, Just the whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood seen this thing. They're calling it a swampy. I don't know the difference. It's a big thing. I
1: don't know what it is.
0: (laughs) It's huge. It's huge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's really big.
1: All right. Well, we definitely want to thank you for coming on the show, and we are looking forward to talking to you again here in the future and uh, especially looking for Bigfoots and see what we can find.
2: Absolutely, and thank you guys for having me on.
1: You're very welcome. You have a great afternoon, and uh, have a safe weekend.
2: You guys, too. All
1: right. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye. bye All right. So that was Miss Carol Malone uh, from FBI, not FBI. You know, like Federal Bureau of Investigations or Intimidation, whichever one you'd like to choose. <laughs>
0: uh, but, um,
1: <laughs> but but actually from uh, from FBI. Uh, so we are getting ready to bounce out of here because there is a, another uh, show I think that's going to be coming on in, uh, right behind us. Nice. Um, I don't know the name of it. It probably sucks, but you can check it out anyways. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. Um, no, we're actually for real getting ready to roll out of here. We're starting my birthday weekend early because my birthday was on Thursday to get much of a chance to really celebrate. I didn't get to have a nice dinner with family and stuff like that, but like this tomorrow is like the big fun day for all of us. Yeah. Jesse and I finally get to hang out together. Yeah. Kim Kim and I have hung out together like, you know, here and there sporadically, but me and Jesse, Dude, we live, what, 45 minutes maybe away from each other? If that. And we, we s- used to be 15 till somebody decided to move. Well, I had to. Sorry. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. That whole, gotta, you know, never mind. I was going to say something, but never <laughs> mind. <laughs> that joke I can say on an uncensored show, not on this yeah. one. Yeah. At some point, it would be nice if y'all lived in the same zip code as the studio. Kim said it would be, putting this out to the audience, uh, that... Yeah, when you hear the dramatic pause from us, we're not talking. It's because we're listening to Kim. Um, But Kim was saying that it would be nice when all of us actually live in the same zip code as the actual radio station, which I think would be better if they move the radio station to our zip code (laughs) because we're just difficult like that.
0: Oh, my gosh. Now you're already a pre-Madonna.
1: That is not new. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I am definitely Madonna and pre-Madonna, too. And pre-Madonna, post-Madonna. Post Madonna, pre Madonna, yeah.
0: Oh my God! Present so speaking Madonna. of Madonna, how, what, I, I, nothing against her, but okay. kind of. Okay. Um, <laughs> like she's like 60, yeah. and she's still trying to act like a, a sex icon. Like I, I don't understand. Dude, that. when
1: you've been a sex icon for that many years, it's hard to not be that way. You
0: anymore. gotta transition sooner or later, though.
1: Dude, you think I'm really not gonna be snarky when I'm like 70?
0: snarky is one thing that's your personality trait not your outward appearance or whatever i still think mean. I'm
1: sexy at 72
0: oh yeah okay whatever go ahead Madonna do your thing girl All that's right. <laughs> right
1: you swing it girl
0: <laughs> what swing ain't nobody it?
1: gonna stop you do you remember the day with the cones I mean oh, come on oh yeah. yeah you know what I'm talking about
0: this show has been crazy.
1: Dude, right though. now there is like a whole host of like at least 40-year-old men and above listening to the show who almost just wrecked their cars driving going, I remember those cones. So, yeah.
0: So, I have to say, the amount of innuendo in this entire episode and doors. Has, has killed me. I, I I got a text like, are you choking? I was like, no, I'm crying over here because like <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh on air. I'm trying to be respectful, but there was so many innu- innuendos. She was talking about the the balls that you touch with electricity and like she said she felt she felt that tingling and then it was through her body i was crying trying not to like he really lost it <laughs> he looked
1: over at me and i was looking down so <laughs> was
0: just like no
1: this is the reason why we don't have cameras in studio yes yes yeah. no
0: but that no, super cool guest she's super hilarious yep um,
1: all right, guys. So we're going to wrap this up here again. Make sure you please go and check out all of our social media. You know, for Paraprobe, then you know we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. Make sure you go back and listen to all of our past shows. To, to whatever podcast platform you listen to, Paraprobe is on there. We're on iHeart, we're on Pandora, we're on Spotify, we're on uh, Podbean, we're yeah Amazon Music, iTunes. Um, you know. Whatever. Literally, whatever podcast. We had found podcast platforms our show was on. We didn't even know that we were on their platform. Didn't but even know there. they
0: existed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Didn't even know the, the platform even existed. Another one. Yeah. And we were listed by uh, BlogFeed as number six of the top 15 paranormal shows on the web.
0: Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, look at this.
1: Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because we're cool like that.
0: <laughs> cool like that we're
1: smooth
0: <laughs> alright on that major disappointment we're gonna uh, start the festivities and uh, if you see us tomorrow
1: yeah actually you know what I'm gonna tell everybody we're gonna be at Bush Gardens tomorrow wow. so if you haven't been at Bush Gardens you're gonna see me Kim, Jesse a bunch of us walking around for my birthday tomorrow goofing off so if you see us please walk up and say hi yeah, yeah We. It, it's. Well, I'll definitely be at Zambia Smokehouse do know that me and Jesse are all about eating all day yeah it's, that's not a secret We'd love to eat.
0: Yeah. I might be a little wobbly, too.
1: A little wobbly. <laughs> There'll be a little bit of wobbling and a little bit of gobbling going on.
0: <laughs> wobbling and gobbling. There we go. There we go.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. So we'll see you again next weekend. Make sure you tune in live to 1490 AM every Saturday at 6 PM Eastern Standard Time for Para Probe with your hosts, Chance Hancock and Jesse J.
0: Yeah. Yeah.